Okay, you with Terry Ashford, Terry Dwayne Ashford here. We're jumping in here really quickly here to bring you that update here. Some Start with some good stuff for you. First, keep you smiling, rocking and rolling here with some tennis specifically. Uh, giving you an update there on that offseason that's moving into uh, end season with that first Grand Slam of the year. Uh, Australian Open about to get started for you. I'm Terry Ashford, Street Now Sports, bringing that to you. And then we're going to move right into uh, today's reporting here where on yesterday we reported for you a Family Dollar store right there on George Avenue that's closed due to a Title 25 DC code issue violation and we were able to get that news out there for you spontaneously and uh, on time. Today we're coming back with some details that we found regarding the Title 25. And I think we mentioned that as Title 10 earlier. I, I want to correct that for you right now just in case we the Title 10 is a family planning for DHHS that I used to work with there and I seem to get that uh, that verbiage confused there with Title 25, which applies to that family dollar store. We're bringing you with some details there of that report. We're also talking a little bit here about uh, us, me, myself, and I, Terry Ashford, Terry Dwayne Ashford, taking a little milk here that caused me to, quote-unquote, have a little film there over the cover of my throat, asking your uh, your patients there if I have to cough, uh, cough just a little bit here, uh, that that cough in the wake of COVID uh, there could cause some alarm, but we want to make sure that you understand that whenever I drink because I use my voice a lot I can feel that film of milk on my throat and I drank some milk on yesterday and I love drinking cereal I drink milk actually two or three days in a row I love cereal but every time it happens uh, there uh, I seem to want to have to get it uh, get that film off of my throat want to share that with you so that nobody would be alarmed or uh, to kind of grab the uh, the bull by the horn there that might think something is going on with some COVID or something like that. No, no, no. Let's not be alarmed. We got that on the rock and rolling for you today with uh, that update here on what is happening. Uh, what is happening there with uh, that family dollar store. We talked about Title 25 there. We talked about uh, a lot of things there in terms of what that code means. We also compared that code to Title 25, a U.S. code, uh, a U.S. code that pertains to Indians um, in America, which is not the same as Title 25, the D.C. code. Terry Asher here reporting for you. Quest. Coming up next there is that report we've prepared for you. Well, hello, it's Terry Ashford here. We're coming in here with you for you and about you. Uh, give you some updates there on what's happening in the tennis world during uh, a time of the season where there is no season, off season. <laughs> and I'm Terry Ashford here. I'm coming in here with you uh, to uh, give us some updates. Now, you know the Australian Open is going to be coming up very, very soon here in January. That is the first Grand Slam of the year, and that's going to be uh, 2024, our first Grand Slam of the year. Before we have warm-ups, though, uh, that equates to four tournaments where players is going to be able to compete again and warming up for that Australian Open. Uh, we're looking at the United Cup as being one of those warm-ups that will begin on December 29th uh, and roll on through January the 7th, right before the uh, first Grand Slam of the year. And that's when we go into the uh, Adelaide that begins on January the 1st, January the 8th, uh, International 1 in Australia. And then, and then the third one, January the 2nd to January the 8th, you have the ASB Classic that will be held in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, and these are all warm-up tournaments to the Australian Open that begins 
January the 16th, 2024, uh, and rolls through two weeks there uh, until January the 29th. There are two other tournaments that we didn't mention there. We're looking at Hobart International being held in Hobart, Australia, and the uh, Adelaide 2 International 2 that's going to be held uh, in uh, Adelaide, Australia. Now, these are tournaments that allows our uh, players to warm up for the uh, upcoming first Grand Slam of the year that begins um, on January the 16th. I think it's the day after the holiday or the day of the holiday. But it will begin actually January the 14th to January the 28th. So we, you prepare for that as uh, you, you have our uh, re returning um, champion there, Ana Sabalenka, there to defend uh, her title. Uh, rock and roll it here, rocking and rolling right on through the tennis uh, offseason, uh, preparing you for what's about to get started there. We're going to look at the um, rankings uh, right there. Rankings number one in the world there on the women's side there. We're looking at our Adiga uh, Shytech took that slot back over there over after that uh, year in um, year in a championship. Uh, where um, she took that number one spot back from Arna Sabalenka. Number two, though, is Arna Sabalenka, still the runner-up. I mean, the actual defending champion there uh, at the Australian Open. Number three in the world is Coco Goff. Number four is Elena Rabakina. And number five is another American, uh, Jessica Pay Kula. Now, looking forward to that Australian Open because we have a couple players coming back there. Uh, Naomi Osaka is coming back. Uh, Angelique Kerba will be there. Raduka, Raducanu is going to be there as well. Coming back in 2024 there for the Australian Open, where uh, Naomi Osaka <coughs> talks about uh, having her first child uh, there and the complications she uh, experienced in having uh, that first. Uh, Child. Looking at some of the awards that we've gone through this year here, Zing Zhang, named the 2023 Most Improved Player uh, at the WTA Awards. Elena Shetslena, they're named the 2023 Comeback Player of the Year. Shot of the Year went to, uh, let's see here, Shots of the Year went to, well, not any one single person there. We're not going to really talk uh, that far. We only have a few uh, minutes we, uh, we've um, in our rundown to discuss this, but uh, but we wanted to give you what was uh, coming up uh, in uh, in terms of the Australian Open uh, on the WTA Tennis Tournament. We're going to also look at, too, the ATP Tennis Tournament and what they have planned for us with that Australian Open now with Carlos Acaraz um, losing his number one spot at the end of the year to number one, current number one, Novak Djokovic. Uh, looking at some of the headlines there, Jenik Sinner, who won a match off of uh, Novak Djokovic in that year in um, ATP Finals there. Um, Sinner claims the most improved player of the year uh, for honors of 2023. Uh, uh, Let's look back really quick and see what's new and what's happening and, and how the ATP Tour uh, is going to handle the Australian open in terms of where who's going to be there and who's not going to be there any um, news headlines that we could share with you on that um, feels when the 2023 newcomer of the year uh, there and we want to make a quick discussion 
on that looking right on to that tournament calendar right there you, you do hear that um, again Australian Open applies to both men and women so the men um, will be buying for top dollar there too beginning on January the 14th and resuming until January the 28th there are some players there on the men's tournaments there where the men are warming up as well United Cup it's going to be held in Australia. Uh, Bisbane International is going to be held uh, there too. These are all warm-ups uh, to that Australian Open. Bank of China, Hong Kong Tennis Opening. It's going to be uh, there held in Hong Kong, Hong Kong. And the uh, Adelaide uh, International applies both to the men and the women. They, uh, it would also be there for as well as the ASB Classic. Those are all warm-ups uh, that leads us into that Australian Open first Grand Slam of the uh, year uh, that um, have both men and women. They are playing and buying for top dollars. Top dollars. Uh, there, I'm Terry Ashford reporting for you, giving you that update there on what's happening in tennis world since the off-season, which usually a lot of people just go into a boredom, boredom at that time of year, having very little to do. Uh, to do, they want to watch tennis, but they can't. But in this case, uh, we uh, we are getting close to that first Grand Slam of the year, and we wanted to prepare you for that from Street Now Sports specifically. We are also going to be expanding that Street Now Sports, moving it right on, uh, right on into some football, baseball, and basketball here in the United States. Uh, here coming soon, expanding that street now sports from tennis specifically. I'm Terry Asher, tennis specifically commentator, and we might just bring you uh, some football, yeah, baseball, and some basketball very, very soon. Thank you uh, so much, so much for your listening here. This morning, broadcast was brought to you by Street Now with entities and news, sports, fashion, both type media. I'm Terry Ash for Terry Dwayne Ash for your chief commentator here and bringing it to you from Washington, uh, D.C. Uh, Produced, managed, and directed by Terry Dwayne Ash for broadcasting here is me, Terry Dwayne Ash for all for you and broadcasting here by Tap Media, Woman Wayne Company under the uh, protection asset assignment, asset protection there of IAPO system. Who are you listening to right now? None other than Son of Wilma. Terry, Friday. Friday. Friday, it is. <laughs> December 15th, 
Okay, now we did say we started with that that good stuff, that good stuff that keeps that uh, emotion, the spirit, and the, the 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 agility flowing. There, we started that with that street now sports for you. Move on into the day's reporting. There, some hard news on that family dollar story. We're going to jump into that right now for you. We want to also impress you on the fact that we provided some reporting for you this morning and please make sure you visit us for that. Uh, our new website, access to our Street Now Today uh, reports uh, are accessible by going to https colon backslash backslash streetnow.gtv.com and there you can find me, I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford here Street Now, bringing news, sports fashion and both style beauty. What we're going to do here for you today on this Friday is going to bring you the last couple of days here some morning reports um, for you, with you and about you. Um, a couple of them I think we've been reporting daily, uh, early, early morning as we walk out the door, those events and uh, a couple of them we have not aired yet. Uh, for sake that some of them were so intense and so complex uh, that we wanted to take the time needed to bring you quality and to bring you uh, what was needed for you to get that uh, that gist of that story and get that understanding. So we took the extra time, a little extra time here to bring that to you. But they're nevertheless coming to you today here. Today, I'm Terry Ashford here, been uh, reporting for you on Friday, Friday, uh, December 15th. Happy holidays also by uh, everyone from Street Town, from that guy, hey, radio, that guy, hey, TV, and from... <laughs> That guy adventures. I'm Jerry Dwayne Ashford. All for you. Yeah. Okay, now yesterday we mentioned a couple of stories here for you regarding that Family Dollar Store and that closing here in Washington, D.C., right there at Georgia Avenue. Um, yeah, I think it's near the 6500 block there, right uh, past Ritken, Rittenhouse, I think. And you're here with Terry Dwayne Ashford here today providing with some details on that report. Now, uh, according to another report that we received here just recently uh, yesterday, um, that uh, nearly 400 stores uh, were temporarily closed uh, belonging to that Family Dollar, that Dollar Tree. Uh, chain there uh, in year 2022 and uh, during that same year, during that same year there, it appears that the uh, there was a, a an investigation on the store uh, on the chain there for uh, issues pertaining to rodents. Rodents. Uh, the stores were closed on on uh, the issue of hygiene of the uh, rodents that were invading the store, the food that some of the security staff and the store staff were uh, allowing. Uh, out in the open uh, and, and chancing the contamination. Here in Washington, D.C., uh, that Family Dollar store was closed on the Title 25 food uh, D.C. code there uh, that does uh, um, manage and regulate uh, hygiene, store hygiene, uh, employee hygiene, and store employee um, safety of those uh, contaminated items. Uh, expiration dates on those items. That store here in Washington, D.C. Uh, was closed on December 12, 2023. Here today is December 15th and it was closed on the basis of the Title 20, uh, Title 25 uh, D.C. Code. This report is coming to you from Terry Dwayne Ashford Street Now uh, News. Now in the meantime here we want to provide you with some general basics, general basics of what 
Title 25 DC Code does for you as uh, our public here. Now, it protects us in terms of food and operations, uh, food operations and uh, food. It also covers uh, alcoholic beverages. Not sure if that has anything to do with the uh, closing there of Family Dollars. They shouldn't be serving alcoholic beverages in that store. And if that was the case, which um, we don't have the specifics as of yet, but if that was the case, that would be a reason, a major violation uh, that would probably, probably uh, warrant uh, closing uh, the store. Uh, that store doesn't carry um, liquors, uh, any alcoholic beverages, and if that was the case, then that means that we have liquor licenses involved in that, and uh, that would require the closing. Other facts about that uh, code there addresses the city, city's food operations. The city's uh, food operation, that includes alcoholic beverages, as we've mentioned there, and some of the basics, some of the basics that it covers there are hygiene practices of the employees. Hygiene practices of the employees, securing and protecting foods uh, from contamination. Um, after the items uh, received into the stores, when uh, this becomes an issue, expiration dates of items that are left on the shares, being removed from the shares uh, quickly enough, uh, that caters uh, directly to that uh, code uh, there, 25, chapter 25, 2A12. Uh, it also covers procedures of food that expires left on the shelf uh, there. And what we're going to do is we can provide you with a link there to an article sharing uh, the other stores that were closed and the investigation uh, given sightings to some of the reports that we received to develop this particular street now report for uh, uh, you. Terry Ashford here reporting for you, closing it out for you uh, this morning. All for you. Yeah, you. And you. And you. And you. Yeah. Well, okay, now what, we also want to inform you of something else here that's going on here now in the uh, era where COVID has uh, taken a toll on the mental space of a lot of people here. We want to inform you here from Terry Dwayne Asher here Street now that we drank milk yesterday. Uh, milk, we love milk and cereal. And uh, every time we drink milk, we feel a film of... I'm assuming of the milk fat that lings, lingers on our throat, which when you hear the slight little cough, there's no cold, no COVID symptoms or nothing like that going on. It's only me trying to clear the film of the milk from the day before off of my throat. I've done some research on that and we've shared, uh, we have found that milk does, uh, does do that to some people, almost like that lactose intolerant type thing. We have found that the 1% milk uh, doesn't linger as much on our throats uh, as it has less milk fat, I'm assuming, but we want to inform you of that so that there won't be any misconceptions or assumptions uh, regarding the slight little hacking of cough that's simply Really, it's something that's done voluntarily because it's uncomfortable to feel that feel of milk lingering right there in your thorax. Um, it comes, I think it's something that happens with a lot of people who do who sings and use their their voice for things. We our throats are also sensitive, and we can feel things when it lingers right there in our throat. So, I want to give you that little FYI information here from Street Now, Terry Ashford here, just uh, ensuring that you're with us uh, and uh, we're with you in the information that we can share with you uh, up front. Uh, forthcoming about whatever whatever is going on. Very actually here, I'll for you. 
Okay, now while we're talking about that Title 10 code there, uh, I'm sorry, Title 25 code, we have to make it clear to you that there is a Title 25 code for uh, DC code, but there's also a Title 25 US code, and those two codes are different codes of conduct here that's mandated by two uh, different governmental agencies. Now, DC code stands for food and operations, where the 20, uh, Title 25 US code um, outlines the role of Indians, the role of Indians in the, uh, within the United States Code. So that is the difference there. We're going to jump really quickly into what is that DC Title 25 Code stands for as it refers to that Georgia Avenue Family Dollar Store being closed on December 12th. That Title 25 Code, that Title 25 Code there uh, in the DC uh, in one place, we're looking at alcoholic beverages, uh, where there are general provisions uh, and classification of licenses. Uh, chapter 2 in that particular Title 25, 25 code, I think I said Title 10, but uh, Title 10 is family planning, where I used to work there in DHHS. But Title 25 is what we're talking about now, food and operations, that does include those alcoholic beverages, Chapter 2 alcoholic beverages and cannabis administration. We're talking about cannabis administration. Uh, that's another uh, thing, uh, another reason why it, that store could, been, could have been closed there. We have not gotten those specifics yet, but cannabis selling here and that medical marijuana, Monica, marijuana has been uh, big here in the Washington, D.C. area. Chapter 2 might be what we're looking at there uh, in terms of cannabis administration, part of that Title 25 code. Uh, it also gives us the requirements to qualify for the license, for the license uh, there. It gives us the application and the review process along with the annual fees, annual fees there. Uh, that's according to the Council of the District of Columbia being brought to you by Terry Dwayne Ashford uh, here for Street Now News. Now another part of that Title 25 code there, there pertains to food, uh, food and food operations there where um, that particular code, Title 25, uh, pertains to food employees, uh, the uh, applicant, uh, the health, uh, food, employer, and applicant health. Very, very interesting. That's chapter uh, 25 of the, uh, the title 25, A4 there that we're looking at, and A3. Food, employer, and the applicant health. So we're looking at the, uh, the health care, I'm assuming, of the, uh, of the the employer and also of the employee. Uh, and we're going go a little bit deeper into that. We're looking at disease or medical conditions responsible uh, for the responsible for the full employee condition of employees to report symptoms and diagnoses. Okay, so that's one of the things that we're looking at there. Um, we don't mean to be touching on any touchy issues, but the store was closed for this reason, which makes it newsworthy. Very, very, very newsworthy. The store was closed uh, there, citing Title 25. We're looking at Title 25. We find here, notice here, that Title 25 include a section where the employee and the applicant the health that's maintaining these foods uh, there could be an issue according to uh, the bylaws of DC uh, code. We're looking at the also characteristic of food, protection of the foods, destruction of the organisms for the public health concerned. Uh, we are looking at laundry uh, and linen and uh, we're looking at the water, plumbing systems and all of that, plumbing systems. Now, here in Washington, D.C., well, we noticed today that the 
uh, that the aquatic center was closed as well due to some maintenance on the aquatic on the uh, water system. So that might be a big thing here coming up in DC. We're going to keep an eye on that for you. Uh, we're going to watch and see what is really happening here with this water system because uh, that is also part of that Title 25, uh, Title 25 code, the plumbing systems there. That's Chapter 25, 824 that we're looking at. And uh, that's going to be the, the bulk of the report that we're providing you with here. Food operations uh, and contaminations is what we're looking at here when we're trying to make sure that um, yeah trying to make sure that people aren't being contaminated um, as they're going about doing their daily business and doing all the right things all right this report is coming to you from Terry Dwayne Ashford here straight now on uh, news and you stay with us too. I want you to make sure you look at some of those buildings uh, where we're going to do our stand-ups at today. And you go and enjoy yourself. Go and see the sights. Enjoy the day. Terry Ashford here, Street Now News. Thank you so much here for your listening ear here as we're providing this report for you on uh, Friday, December 15th. I'm Terry Ashford, Terry Dwayne Ashford, closing out this report for you now, now and now. Sorry, I just felt like singing. The sun's outside. Got us rocking and rolling. When the sun shines on my head, guess what? It makes me act like this sometimes. And uh, we're happy to bring it to you just like that. Be happy. Be happy. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.